Asia. The Money Show. The Markets. Perhaps surprising that today was a positive day for the JSE, 154 four points up, about a quarter of a percent stronger. JSE closing today at 68,426 with nice gains across the gold and resources sectors. Local shares did well amongst the industrials. Nusbat dragged us down and we've seen a rocketing oil price. We've seen a falling rand. It creates an interesting mixture of things to talk about. Simone Songomalo is the portfolio manager at Old Mutual Investment Group. What did you make of those mass march results, Simone? So are they, uh, it certainly looks like the, the build, uh, the building of a turnaround firmly in place. No, definitely. I mean, I think if you look at Mr. Slate, since he's joined, well, he came out, I think it was last year, with a very clear strategy of, you know what, this is where we were going, this is where we are going to... And they painted a very clear picture in terms of what costs were going to come out, how they were going to optimize and reshape the business, made some very hard decisions early on, and all of a sudden the market is starting to reward that. They're saying, hey, wait a minute, something good is happening here. And I think also you've got to look also above him, because even in the board, we've seen the influence of Walmart come on a lot stronger than we had seen historically. And so, therefore, I think this turnaround is starting to take some good shape. Okay, well, that's a piece of good news because there wasn't too much else on the good news front. Your bosses um, at Old Mutual just painting a really quite scary picture in the same way as Liberty has done, the same way as Discovery has done, about the claims experience when it comes to disability claims, to unemployment claims, to life and death claims um, in the insurance space. Yes, the insurance space has been very, very interesting, especially in terms of what is happening with COVID. I mean, Old Mutual came out today and said, hey, you know what, for last year, in the first half, we provided. So insurance companies look ahead and they say, well, what do we see that is coming ahead? Very similar to banks. And then they say, okay, we need to make a provision because things are clearly, we're going to witness more claims than we thought. And in this particular instance, claims are driven by, by, by COVID. Now, in these particular claims, so Old Mutual came out and said, you know what, the number of excess mortality or excess deaths um, has surprised us um, to the negative side. And so there's more claims than we had anticipated. And you know what, this is, if we look at the actual data, um, so the South African Medical Research Council releases data of weekly deaths. So, I mean, this is like a bit of a morbid thing to talk about, but um, about every week, about 10,000, 8,000 to 10,000 people die in South Africa. And yeah. so in the first wave, um, the peak of that wave around July last year, about 16,000 uh, people um, were, were, were obviously passing on. Um, and then in the second wave, which has been in January this year, the peaks were 24,000. Now, the peaks from the 24,000 down to the normal level of about eight to 10,000, those are called excess deaths. And what the yeah. companies are doing, they're saying, well, a lot of that could be attributed to COVID. And so Old Mutual came out and said, hey, we're going to provide 4 billion rand more for claims that could happen over the next few months. And mind you, they're saying in January and February, where the peak of the second wave actually happened, we've consumed 1.9 billion rand of that. And so that seemed to shock the market a little bit. But it's the reality. Yeah, it is. And that's why you've got insurance companies. They do well most of the time. Uh, but when a crisis hits, that's the, the reason that they're there. Uh, a profit warning from Capitech, although... Um, you, I think you think it's actually, they're, they're indicating a better second half of the year looming. Um, but all of the banks, again, have been warning of you know, bad debts rising in a, in a very difficult environment because so many of their customers have lost jobs. 
Yes. I mean, I think the banks, again, similar to, I suppose, the insurance companies, what they did is in the height of COVID, um, which now we've got to think that by the time they were reporting, um, which is then June, then August, July, August, September last year, I mean, what they were looking back on, we were in the middle of the whole COVID storm, we were in the middle of the first wave. And so their numbers then said, hey, we're, we're going to see lots of retrenchments, we're going to see hardship, we're going to see business failure. Um, and so therefore, they also made provisions, forward-looking provisions, said we're going to see lots of bad debt. So they take that hit on their earnings and their profit immediately, um, and then they see how it plays out. So what has actually happened now is that obviously now, you know, the first wave died down um, and then things got a bit normal, lockdowns kind of ended. Um, and so the banks are looking back now on the year that was. And in this particular, Capitec, the market was expecting Capitec's um, earnings to halve. Um, but actually, Capitec is saying, hey, you know what? It's going to be between um, 25 and 29%. So the market had a positive surprise. So, yes, things are bad. But Capitec saying, hey, things are not as bad. And again, Bruce, if you look at even one thing we've seen consistently in the, since the beginning of this year, companies in South Africa have been reporting results from the fashion retailers to the food yeah, retailers. Huge. Every single number that's coming out, Bruce, is a positive surprise. And so yep. things are bad, but things are not that bad. But I'm wondering how AVI is holding up because this is Angloval Industries that changed its focus yes. from mining into uh, production. So they make things like baker's biscuits and they sell expensive shoes through ND Spitz. Um, I said yeah. ND. Anyway, through Spitz. Um, and I mean, when people are happy, they eat biscuits. When they're sad, yes. they eat more biscuits. Um, how's AVI yes. done? Now, this is, this is a fascinating one, Bruce, because in all essence, this encompasses and paints a fantastic picture of what's really going on in the country. So if we look at ABI, I mean, these are fantastic brands. We're very familiar. Um, so if you look at tea, I mean, they even disclosed that tea grew by 24% um, in terms of rooibos. Um, and, but coffee, um, their coffee brands, actually, that didn't grow as well. That went backwards. So you would have thought, hey, wait a minute, but coffee is a wonderful thing. But actually, in this case, it didn't. But their snacks and their biscuits, now that actually was quite strong. Because obviously, people are clearly spending time at home and are consuming um, quite a few snacks. Um, and their fishing business, INJ, which, again, we're familiar with, again, that was okay on the revenue side, but the profitability was actually under immense pressure. So we saw a very weak performance there. Now, when you look at the footwear and apparel, now, these are... Luxury shoes. These are the kind of shoes that a guy like you should wear from Smith and Green Cross. Um, and, and we saw immense pressure because if you think about it, um, shoes in the world where we are sitting on Zoom screens, actually, that's not the kind of thing that you, and, and no one's going out. No one's going out clubbing and having a good time. So that was under pressure and we saw revenue there being 12% down. But if you add all of these, again, this is the wonderful thing about businesses that are well-managed, well-diversified, and Simon Crushley and his and, 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 and people actually run an amazing ship, that revenue, I mean, profits were up 1%. And the company was so cash flow generative, they issued a special dividend. So very, very tough environment, but again, a strong business model, very cash generative. And they said, hey, we've made enough money and our debt, we've controlled our debt and our balance sheet is healthy. We can pay our shareholders um, a special dividend. And that's a good thing in a market like that. Hence, the share price was up about 3%. Sibonisong Malo, thank you, Portfolio Manager.